Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. What is up, everyone? Hey, my name is Will McElroy. I am the Shoreline Men's Coordinator, so I get to serve with Watermark students. And I think uh, I've been on this podcast before, and usually I come on when there's a student joining us. And so today we're joined uh, with a student named Blake Brockmeyer. What's up, Blake? What's up? How are uh, y'all? Tell us a little bit, bit about yourself, man. Hi, I'm Blake Brockmeyer. I go to TCA, and I have three great Bible study leaders, Grant, Ross, and Tate. I hope y'all are listening right now. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey. Um, and hey, also, small group is meeting tonight, right? As this is, I know we're recording this in a few weeks in advance, but tonight when you're listening, it's a Wednesday night, which means small groups are meeting. And so if you're a student or you know a student, we'd love uh, to serve you by just getting you plugged into to a small group or into our ministry and letting letting you know more. But um, Blake, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I've, I've just seen the way God's worked through you and the way you've led in this ministry, served in this ministry, and even just this opportunity to be on this podcast. I know that you're just going to really minister to all the listeners, um, just like you you always do. And so what, what chapters are we looking at today, Blake? Looking at uh, 2 Samuel 20 through 21. Okay, man. Those are, there's a lot to cover here. Um, we won't get to it all, but what is the first thing as you were looking at these chapters that stood out to you? Yeah, so a common theme I kind of saw in these chapters is you get to choose your actions and not your consequences. So I just see throughout uh, 2 Samuel, David is you know, sinning. He cheats with Bathsheba. He, he's just not following God's command and he's being a poor leader. And he continues to let that, he lets that stuff happen. And then it just causes more sin in his life and baggage in his life. And that happens with me too, through insecurities and just things that I don't give to God. And then I let them eat away at my life, which is not good at all. Instead, I should just turn to God and be a good leader and say, hey, God, like I give you everything and you take it from me. So that's one way David's not being. Yeah, I love that, man. It does feel like reading this chapter, like when it rains, it pours. Like one rebellion just ended and another one pops up and now his general is kind of being unhinged and Mm -hmm. going crazy. And it's just like, you just feel for David, but you're right. Like at the root of this is, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of at the root of this, I know there's a lot of things that could have caused these things, but he, he sinned, you know, he was being a poor leader, being apathetic. And, uh, and, and I love what you said that you're, you get to, what do you say? You get to choose your actions, but not your consequences, Yeah, which was so, so good. And so, man, I, I think even as I was reading this, like there's times in my life where it just feels like when it rains, it pours. And some of that might be a consequence of my own sin. Some of that might just be a consequence of circumstances. But I just, as I was reading, I was just thinking like, I wish that David could have heard the words of Jesus when he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm so grateful that we get to live on this side of the cross and look back to that promise that Jesus gave that. So in those moments where it does feel like it's just pouring on me that I can be reminded that God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. But I know you had one more thing, Blake, that you wanted to bring up before we end it. So what was that? Yes. Second Samuel 21, uh, 13 through 14. And he brought up from there the bones of Saul and the bones of his son, Jonathan. And they gathered the bones of those who were hanged. And they buried the bones of Saul and his son, Jonathan, in the land of Benjamin and Zelah, in the tomb of Kish, his father. And they did all that the king commanded. And after that, God responded 
to the plea to the plea for the land. So in this in this couple last verses, we just see David being honestly a really nice guy. Like God did not call him to to do this. Instead, he was like, I'm gonna love my enemy. And he, even though that enemy caused him so much pain in his life and suffering, he instead of being petty, he just loved his he loved his enemy and said, Hey, I'm I'm putting his bones in the ground. I'm giving him proper burial. That was such a big deal in the old times. And so he he gives him proper burial and he just shows how to love your enemy, even though that enemy's dead and has been gone for a while and caused him so much pain. He just loved his enemy. Yeah, it's like David, it seems like he would have every reason to to not go get those bones back and bury them, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was his arch nemesis with Saul and it like it would be understandable, wouldn't it? It would. If, so understandable. If David never did that. But instead, he's more than just a nice guy, too. He's a loving guy that uh, that happened to be nice in this instance. Um, but it was just so loving of him to do that. And I think I was even reading a commentary, Blake, on this, that it said, when justice is done on earth, vengeance from heaven ceases. And so we see here in this moment that justice was done on earth, that David, not only did he do right by the Gibeonites that we saw early in the chapter, but he did right by Jonathan and Saul. And then at the the end of verse 14, he says, and after that, God responded to the plea for the land. And so vengeance on heaven ceased. And I think even similarly, in the same way, you can make a connection to Christ in that moment of uh, Christ, the, the vengeance of justice was done through Christ by him dying for us on the cross. And in that moment, vengeance from heaven ceased on you and I. Uh, and, and God responded to our pleas, just like he did to the pleas of the land uh, back then. But Blake, I think that's all we have time for, bro. So thank you, man. That was so good. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me <laughs> yeah, on. <laughs> it's always fun to have you. Hey, and also, if y'all are listening and want to hear more from Blake, you were on a podcast uh, not too long ago, right, that will be on the Watermark Students podcast. And so you guys should go give that a listen because I know Blake, uh, you were on it with Blake Holmes, yeah. uh, correct? And, yeah. and y'all both had a lot of just amazing things to say. So go go check that podcast out. But hey, in the meantime, Blake, again, thank you. Thank you for coming. Just so prepared with notes. It is always encouraging to talk to you. And thank you all for listening. And how do we always end this? I'm so glad we're all on this journey together. I'm so glad we're on this journey (laughs) together, I guess. (laughs) Blake, man, you're the man, dude. See you. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.